1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 31 of B&I, The Australian Story. Good morning, Brent Edwards, our Executive Director.
0: Good morning, V. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us again.
1: Well, it's a beautiful sunny day somewhere in the world, but uh, we are in Victoria. It's a beautiful sunny day with gale-forced
0: winds. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, once again, if there's, uh, if there's a tree falling through one of our roofs in the background or anything, please... Uh, Please don't mind us with that. It's just uh, what we've got down here at the moment.
1: Yes, it is. Uh, For all of our members who are listening, and maybe, maybe there's people listening that aren't quite members yet, my name is Veronica. I'm also one of the co-hosts of this podcast. BNI Australia is a powerful and collaborative business organisation built on relationships, and these are an essential part of any credible marketing strategy. BNI is Australia's premier business networking organisation and our service is designed to offer its members the opportunity to create business relationships, share ideas, contacts and most importantly, business referrals. And Brent, uh, so give us a little bit of an update on what's happening in BNI. We've gone a little bit online. We're getting excited about going back face to face. Some chapters have. Where are we at across Australia?
0: It's it's very varied um, at the moment. Uh it's an, and it's all been dictated by chapters venues and whether they can meet within the uh, within the COVID uh, distancing guidelines. So um, in some areas, people are back. Some areas, people have chosen to stay online for a little bit longer. Some areas, if they haven't got a venue to meet, they have to stay there on choice. And obviously, places like Victoria, uh, we've been online for six months now. So uh, it's, it's varied across the country. Uh, some chapters are back with traditional meeting relaunch but uh but other chapters are, are still uh doing the online thing and one of the great things is now because of this platform we are starting online chapters as well which is a uh, mm. which is an option for people also so that's a really cool thing that's come out of this for people who can't do the face-to-face thing who like the convenience. Uh, there's online chapters being started around the country as well. So look up your local executive director if you know someone who'd be a part of that.
1: And as an executive director, what's been the biggest challenge for you uh, with the tr- transition of online?
0: One of the big things about online is um, is the preparation's a lot more. So mm. the preparation seems to be a lot more before the meeting. And I've been speaking to uh, to presidents who've been online and, uh, and that's the big thing. And it is... It takes a lot more energy to, to run the online meeting for someone who who's in a leadership team position and a lot more preparation before the actual uh, meeting starts with the slideshow, et cetera. So, um, yeah, that's that's been the biggest real change. But one of the other things we've been able to do during this too is do all of our uh, training online, especially lead, national leadership team training. So they're coming up over the coming weeks. And uh, that's something we couldn't have done without this platform. And the feedback we're getting from members from that is they really enjoy getting on doing the online workshops and, the, and not just the leadership team workshops, but the advanced training training workshops and when we see the surveys come back they're really enjoying the interaction with other bni members from around the country and building relationships with some of our 6300 members australia wide so that's something positive that's come out of this
1: yeah, look, there's so many positive things. And as I always say, BNI has been there from the beginning. So I don't feel as a member I've missed out at all on being part of that community that I really value and those relationships. In fact, I've probably forged more relationships during this time because I can sit and have three to one for ones from my desk, not mm-hmm. have to drive everywhere.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: One of the uh, one of our guests today is actually um, a great supporter of our podcast, and I'm really really happy that we could have her on today. Would you like to introduce Belinda?
0: Yeah, as you said, we've got a fan on today, which is great. So it gives me pleasure. We're going to Queensland today. it gives me pleasure to introduce um, Belinda. Did uh, sorry, Dinsey. I nearly said Disney. Oh, I think you probably get that a bit, but Belinda Di, uh, Dinsey. I'm getting tongue-tied now. This is my typical uh, MO at the moment. And Belinda's from uh, B&I Eagle, which is in Queensland. She's based in Koolangatta. So, uh, that'd be a nice part of the world to be in right now. And uh, she's from RBR Property Consultants, and she's uh, she's a business manager there, but holds the residential sales category within B&I Eagle. So, uh, Belinda, welcome. Can you tell us where BNI Eagle is actually located when they do meet face-to-face because you guys are going back next week.
2: Yeah, well, we're, thank you so much for having me and I'm, um, we're very excited to be going back to face-to-face meetings in a couple of weeks. We're located in a beautiful part of the world and we actually meet just on the other side of the Queensland border in New South Wales. Uh, we sit right on the border, so we do have a few challenges in the last six months. But, yeah, we're going back to uh, Kingscliff is where we meet which is a beautiful beachfront location overlooking the ocean.
0: All oh, right, nice. And I could imagine the hassles you've had there, um, and especially not, not just you know, being, having the border close there, getting back and forth in those twin towns. And I know the area quite well, and I could just imagine the hassles people have had there. And I really feel for you guys, and and uh, I hope it's been freed up a bit for you Um in the, in the current climate, because it's not the really, it's not the best of situations there with uh, with what has been done. But as we ask everyone, Belinda, how did you find out about B&I? When and where?
2: Yeah, well, it was really unusual, actually. So I was it, I was part of a new chapter, which was very exciting, and that that all happened about thirteen years ago. So I was working for a real estate office and. Um, the, the business owner at the time employed a business development manager, and um, she had looked into BNI, but I was at this time just in admin and didn't really know what she was or what she was doing. And um, then she resigned abruptly. And so I went to my boss and said, You know, I'd like to put my hand up for that job. And just so happened, I was going through my emails and um, I saw this invite to this BNI meeting. And I thought, well, that looks like a bit of a networking thing, um, which I wasn't in any networking groups at the time. And I thought, well, I'd better go along to that. And I, I did. I went along to that meeting, and I guess um, the rest is history.
0: So um, you actually received that from Leo and Susan Patrick, who were the uh, who were looking after the Gold Coast at the time, and and it might have just come about by chance because you got the email that's probably directed to your predecessor. That's
2: exactly right. That's exactly right. But she was quite, um, yeah, committed to networking and I thought, well, if she was looking into this, it's something I needed to pursue and um, I'm so glad I did.
0: So the first meeting you went along, what, what made you want to join?
2: Well, Susan and Leo were amazing people, very charismatic, um, and they invited us into their home. Um, it was just like a big family. And I'm from a large family, and I just felt comfortable immediately. So I knew I had a lot to learn, but I was ready to um, strap in and be a part of it.
0: So that would have been really uh, when BNI Gold Coast wasn't as big a concern as it is now. And oh, uh, totally. in the last few years, it's really it's really taken off and uh, and got huge with some really big chapters there as well. So you've been in real estate for. 41 years and yes. uh, and some of that's been in uh, property management, but it was really considered as a, as a job for you until you actually got into B&I. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that, how it changed your career?
2: Look, it, it definitely did. And um, as, you know, as you shared, I, I was in this what I considered a job. Um, and then through B&I, I I identified what I was actually good at, and that was actually sales. So then this is this was part of my journey with, you know, the business development role and learning how to do that well. And um, it really empowered me, and I really resonated with the, the training. And, um, you know, I was seeing good results really quickly, and, um, you know, obviously my business owner was impressed, and it just went from strength to strength.
0: So... Just hold the thought here because a lot of people play, pay lip service to the training we offer, but you've actually found it's helped your career.
2: Without a doubt, and I say this to my current uh, business owner, um, that he pays thousands of dollars a year to to train his sales team. and. You know, here I am as a member of BNI and I have access to, you know, thousands of dollars' worth of training at my fingertips. And it's all the same principles. It's all the same concepts. Um, and, you know, it's, it's there in the palm of my
0: hand. It's, it's amazing, and especially now. And probably back then you didn't have what we have now. And especially with something like a subscription to something like BNI University, if you paid for that in the corporate world, it would cost you quite a bit of money to subscribe to the resources that involve with all that, with all that personal development in there as well. But this was even back before we had that, you know, going along to, you know, probably the face-to-face sessions with uh, with people lecturing you out of a manual and, and the like. And we'd like to think we do things a lot better now as well.
2: Yeah, look, definitely. And, you know, I, Loved that style of delivering of training, that face to face and manuals and that. But you know, we have to grow with technology, and it's helped me keep abreast of technology with BNI and the way they deliver their their training. So, and you know, sales training changes, and I've seen BNI you know change with those changes, and it just keeps me sharp with my techniques and skills to you know seal the deals.
1: There's yeah. So so many different types of training as well on on BNI University and also what's being offered at the moment. I mean, Brent, you're doing um, some psychological profiling training. We've got training on uh, how to get referrals. But there's a lot of leadership training on there too. Uh A lot of people miss the opportunity within BNI to become better leaders, and maybe some people who aren't part of BNI have got this perception that it's about sales. It's actually not just about sales; it's about relationships, and it's about being able to lead a team. And I love that part of the training. And I think if you're in in and you've got an opportunity to really dig into BNI University. You don't haste; just just get onto it.
0: Yeah, I think it's um, what. With the training, it's it's something that helps you in life as well and and you find times where it's really unexpected and you think, oh, I've done this training to be a better B&I member or learn B&I a lot better. And then you get into a life situation and you think, well, wow, I was able to handle that well. And I handled that well because of the training I put through that I'd learnt through being within BNI, and i really felt that like this, I, I don't know if I've mentioned the podcast, I used to, um, when my son was young, I used to coach junior AFL. And junior AFL teams, you've got about 24, 26 kids in a team. The kids are okay. You can probably handle them most of the time. But then you've got all the parents you've got to manage as well. And from that, and managing that without aggro and all that sort of thing that happens in junior sports clubs and like, and managing the kids' programs, et cetera, a lot of that skills and those skills dealing with those with the parents, et cetera, came through the skills of dealing with, with B&I members and being on leadership teams and dealing with them. And I was able to carry that across. And people say, you're, you're really good at this. And I thought about it and I thought, well, it's because I do it for a living. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's just ingrained on, on you know, how to handle diplomacy. And when you're dealing with a lot of entrepreneurs, they're used to doing it their way and and managing them so they can see the why behind things and, and why they need to do this and why this is a better way than they've probably been thinking up a way of doing it themselves. Um, that's real diplomacy there. And I think the BNI training actually um, teaches you a lot of that too. So I'm I'm glad, Belinda, you've had some great feedback on the training we've done. Now, um, how did you how did the business go? Um, you moved into the real estate side of things, and your results. How did your results increase? Uh, armed with this knowledge in in your business.
2: Well, it goes back to as I've been in the industry for a lot of years, um, I. I felt, oh, I thought that I had connected with all the network of people that I needed to surround myself with, and I've born and bred right here, so I've lived here all my life, and I didn't think there was anyone else that I, I needed to reach. But in joining BNI, I, I I got that so wrong. I there was so many more business people to meet, there were so many more. Um, you know referral partners that I hadn't met and they were in my suburb right at my front door and I was missing them. so B and I definitely connected me with those people and just on the um the relationship side of things so this is the part for me that you know sits with me more than anything and that is the relationship building and it's um, it this for me has gone from you know not just my eagle chapter to chapters that are in suburbs adjoining us and then you know further. Further afield. So I really resonate with the relationship building side of BNI, and um, it sits really well with me and the giver's game philosophy.
0: So, through this, you met a lot of uh, new referral partners that you probably wouldn't have seen before that could work with you as referral partners in your business.
2: Definitely, and it also, you know, as 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 we refer to in BNI, the the CVP. So my credibility, my visibility, and my profitability were all impacted by BNI dramatically, and my results showed, and it it built me a credibility in my community that's you know just stronger and stronger as the years went on.
0: Great, and from that to uh, how did you find that in competition with people within your industry?
2: Well, when I first joined BNI, I think we were pioneer in having a business development manager in the real estate industry. So those years were sensational. Um, I wasn't competing with anyone, um, and once I joined BNI, and once that word spread, and we had other real estates joining other chapters, um, it was definitely gave me the edge over. Members, uh, sorry, not members, but competitors that weren't in BNI chapters. Because I always say the business that comes to me through BNI, it's the, the smartest business I gain because they're already sold on RBR and me to do business with as a referral through a BNI member. Whereas other referrals, you know, you really have to build that relationship, at which could spend hours on.
0: You haven't got that level of recommendation as such.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: It's a really good point. Uh, You know, the whole sales um, angle to things when you're in a business where you require those referrals and those leads, I love to think about people buying my services because they've come so highly recommended. And even, um, you know, launching new chapters and things like that, it's lovely when you've got members who want to join because they're buying into the experience and the opportunity. So I think when you have to sell yourself, it takes more energy, But in B&I, between the membership and people knowing that you're part of such a trusted organisation that takes so much care to bring in the right people and to be referring the right people, people are buying you and buying the opportunity to do business with you.
2: Yeah, I agree. I
0: agree 100%. Now, one of the other things we've got here, Veronica, that you wouldn't know, we have also got another membership extravaganza winner. In our midst,
1: another one.
0: Yes, so um, Belinda was lucky enough to win the trip to Poland last year. Wow! Which, uh, which, which I was, uh, I was there as well. Which was an interesting experience. So, can you tell us a little bit about, uh, well, how you qualified, first, Belinda, and uh, and what the experience was like?
2: Yeah, so it's quite surreal to think that um, what ten months ago we were uh, in Poland. Um, and what an experience that was, but to qualify for that, um, our chapter had to introduce or have a certain amount of members join in a certain period. So we qualified along with, um, I, there was four members in our chapter that were in the draw. Um, we were heading up to the draw I won't drag this on too long but it's quite a funny story we were heading up to the draw and we actually got stuck in traffic so we had a loner on our speed dial and on FaceTiming the actual draw because we didn't physically make it and so there's four women in a car and we're you know stopped back to back in traffic going nowhere and um, we're listening to them draw names out one after the other and uh, anyway we'll put the entries in the, the barrel so to speak and then she she drew the name and announced it and the whole car just erupted into screaming and to think that I'd won this trip was just an amazing, amazing experience to share with these four ladies that were all in the drawer as well yeah. and in the car. So that was, you know, the start of what was going to be a very exciting journey because the, the actual convention was incredible and um, I was like a deer in the headlights for most of the days. I tried to absorb as much as I possibly could, but uh, I'm not going to lie, it was really jam-packed. The intimate meeting with Ivan, of course, was the highlight and uh, such a great storyteller and just so engaging.
0: Yeah, um, those uh, global conferences are are really next-level uh, BNI on steroids, are they? And uh, until you've actually seen it for yourself, and all the people in the countries involved, you, you don't really realise how 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 widespread BNI is around the world.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. To sit at a table of people from around the world, and you know, conduct that you know one to one environment that we do every day. Back home, you know, and know that everyone's doing this same thing, and it was really eye-opening and, and really opened my mind to, you know, what was B and I had to offer, and it made me realise it's it's on such a greater scale than what I was, you know, thinking um, on a day-to-day in my chapter back home in Australia.
0: Yeah, and one of the things about going around the world is, to yeah, I probably wouldn't have visited Poland. Voluntarily, it's just probably something that probably didn't interest me that much. Uh, but uh, it's a part of the world, I, you know, I've got to, got to see as, as part of BNI. And uh, in the old days, you know, it used to always be in the US every year and it was meant to be in the US this year, but it will be online. And uh, we'll be in Miami next year instead, which we'll probably talk about a little bit later, too, because uh, they're just about open uh, registrations for that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's an opportunity to, uh, to travel around the world to a convention and, and see those places and, those, and experience those cultures, which, uh, which you wouldn't otherwise have done.
1: It's just it's really um, important for everyone to remember that BNI is global. And that when you're a member, you're not just a member of your 30-odd person chapter, you're a member of, you know, lots and lots and lots of people who are all coming together with the same give as gain, the same um, attitude, the same code of ethics, and they all want to help each other.
0: Oh. Yeah. And even like that convention, you go there and, wow, who would have thought B&I is so big in Poland? And they're really kicking goals. It's They do a huge amount of business. And even the business there is like is like next level companies to to probably what we're used to in Australia. So, um, Linda, before we uh, before we wrap things up, we always ask one of our uh, interviewees, and it's been great talking to you today, uh, for your tip for a member to to achieve success within BNI.
2: Yeah. So, I actually was this was, this was shared with me by another member of BNI, and it's something that. I really took on board and, and thought, you know, this is exactly right, and that is to treat BNI like your biggest client. And for me, um, BNI is my biggest client. I actually receive the most referrals into my, you know, into RBR property consultants through BNI. So if you take that and actually think about who is your biggest client and how much time you put into that client, and you know how you conduct yourself with that client. And that's how we should be thinking with B and I, because if it's not your biggest client, well, it, it should be. Yeah,
0: so really,
1: that's I really love that's that. my takeout. That is, yeah. that's the best takeaway, um, if I can say it, out of this whole podcast series, thirty-one episodes. That is, <laughs> that's the gold for me. Thank you. Thank you. So Much sense, and you know that's going to be much easier when my kids are saying, "Why are you going to B and I again?" I'm like, "This is my biggest client." Hmm all my time. It just makes complete sense about why we do so much for each other. I love it. Thank you. My Uh, pleasure. Thank you.
0: Yeah, fantastic, Belinda. And uh, just before we uh, let you go, where can people find you to be in contact with you?
2: So, RBR Property Consultants. We're located in Rainbow Bay in Queensland. We've been operating since the 1940s. So, yeah World War two days. so we're a very independent trendy little boutique office in the most beautiful part of Australia.
1: That's quite
0: well, well, it's been great having you on today, Belinda and uh, all the best with the rest of your B and I journey and uh, thank you to your executive director uh, Alona for uh, for putting you up for this. so uh, share it amongst your uh, chapter and uh, yeah we'll. Uh, We'll look, I hope they look forward to actually hearing your uh, your interview on this, considering they follow us so much.
2: Yes, well, you've got an, uh, 37 new raving fans so that will all be following you. Um, I just sent out the link to show them where to find the Australian podcast, so look forward to that. And thanks so much for having me.
0: We love it. Thank you.
1: Okay, bye. Thank you. What a, what a great supporter. And Brent, I've got to tell you, treat B&I like it's your biggest client. That just makes complete sense to me.
0: I've been saying it for years.
1: No, I've never heard you say I've <laughs> no doubt it's one of those things in amongst a lot of other things that I hear you saying that I'm just... I
0: know, I know. It gets mixed up in, in all the other stuff. <laughs> I just...
1: <laughs> another woman who'd been to Poland and a winner, that's all I needed. Um, now, I have a question for you. Sure. COVID has um, taken its toll on a lot of people. And we've been very lucky. I, I feel very lucky to have been part of BNI, especially in business, because I, I, I work for myself, but not by myself, because I'm part of BNI. But what's your advice to members who are maybe feeling a bit of the COVID fatigue going on, getting to a meeting, feeling a bit flat? What's your advice? How have you handled
0: it? I've really handled it by keeping busy and focusing on having my ducks in a row when we can go back to trading. Also thinking about new ways I can do things and covering a lot of those things that you're going to get around to that you've been mean to do. So, you know, set yourself tasks, keep yourself busy and and do things instead of instead of, you know, sitting around feeling sorry for yourself, you know, get prepared for the open up because I'll tell you what, when things start to get back to back to normal, those people who have stayed on top of it and kept the wheels turning, it's going to be shoot, it's going to be like shooting fish in a barrel for them because mm. those people have given up. They've got to build their network again. They've got to get going again, yeah. whereas we're ready to go and hit the ground running. So, um, you know, if you focus on all that sort of stuff, and that's what I've been uh, doing, you know, I think, you know, we're going to be flat out.
1: Yeah, great advice. Thank you. Okay, so we are at the end of the podcast. What is your success tip this week?
0: Well, just a bit of a, a, a stat I saw the other day. Do you know that our members have done 1.5 million hours on BNI University? And we're talking about training today. And it's absolutely awesome. So this is a resource that if you're in the, in the outside world, you'd probably have to pay good money for. b members get it as part of their membership. So why not log on, utilize it? And it's not all b and stuff. It's, it's, it's things where you can actually scale your business as well. Uh, the Business Booster Series, that's been done every week uh, during, you know, since the worldwide pandemic hit. And uh, there's so many opportunities there. And, like, that's a an hour session that gets put up every week with world leaders and keynote speakers who are off their time to B&I. And that's one CU. One hour is one CU on that. Get on that, and uh, you can really get some good information. And you know, these are people who charge for their time, usually, who are giving their time to BNI University, and uh, and even people who aren't in BNI can actually get access to the Business Booster Series through bni.com You can actually get a link, and BNI has been actually giving people the opportunity, even if you're not part of BNI, to actually tune into those also. But BNI Uni utilize it, get on it. It's great.
1: Beautiful. Now, why didn't I know that about the business boosters? That's fantastic for anyone who's not a member who's just considering. What a great way to see some of the value before you even become a member. For sure. Thank you so much. And of course, we couldn't do this without Steve Myers there, making sure everything's running beautifully in the background. Thank you, Steve.
0: Thanks again, Steve.
1: We'll see you same time next week.